I don't think you're crazy. Mm. I think, I think you have maybe something going on that just hasn't been worked out yet. Hi, I'm Lou. Welcome to Therapy and the Body. Tune in to hear me and my therapist friends talk about why it's important to include the body in the therapeutic process. This podcast is for clinicians, clients, and anyone who's interested in exploring the body's experience. This episode, we have a guest, one of my best friends, Jessica Provenza. She is a gifted and really intuitive somatic therapist. We went to school together at John F. Kennedy University and have been pretty big support for each other in our journeys to becoming therapists. So I'm really excited to have her here. So today we're going to be talking about how physical symptoms can mimic mental health issues. So Jess, I'll let you kind of let us know what got you interested in this topic and introduce yourself. Yeah, I think, you know, the first hit I just had was rage got me interested in this topic. Yeah. Um, Many years of struggling with my own autoimmune issues or symptoms that I would go to people and no one was understanding what was happening with me. And that was really frustrating. And then coming to a point where I start to think everything's in my own mind. I've invented all of it. So this drive within myself to learn more and um, kind of understand the process, like what are other women going through? What's happening out there? Mm -hmm. And is that kind of what got you interested in becoming a therapist also? I would definitely think that um, becoming a therapist, yeah, was spawned from these mental health symptoms I was having or, um, symptoms in my family and other, just this need to want to understand more of how the body and the mind interact with each other. Mm, Yeah. Beautiful. And how, how do you incorporate your knowledge and experience of, um, physical symptoms, mimicking mental health issues in your clinical work? I would say right away when somebody comes in, I ask them a lot of questions surrounding like how they're, um, what's happening physically with them, Uh you know, how's their sleep, Um, what's their diet like, what um, pain like, do they have pain in their body? I do ask these questions. Um, I also think that um, I've been attracting more people with physical symptoms. So people are coming in and saying, like, I feel like shit yeah. you know, physically. Wow. Um, but I'm also having anxiety and panic and depression, um, yeah. paranoia. Wow. I do, I do want to have these people land in my office because maybe I can be, I can change the story for them. Yeah. It wasn't done for me. So I can see them and say, I don't think you're crazy. Mm. I think, I think you have maybe something going on that just hasn't been worked out yet. Mm. Or, um, or this is more complex than just a Western approach. Yeah. Or an Eastern approach. Maybe we need both in the mix. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Your, your passion about this topic is really inspiring and just knowing the person you are and how this is so important, so much of an important part of your work makes me know how fortunate clients are to be able to sit with you. Thank you. Yeah. And you've been part of helping me move forward in this as well. Just cheerleading me along throughout Mm -hmm. this process and, Mm -hmm. you know, and being on my team and also believing, you know, that even some of my symptoms, when I I call them flare-ups, when I'm in this flare-up and I'm having these mental health symptoms, right? Like uh, adrenaline rushes or moments of fear mm-hmm. that, you know, it is very physical for me. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been having people like you supporting me in that process, which has helped me heal. Mm. Yeah, that's sweet. You know, we really have been on this journey together and kind of figuring out the mind, body, and spirit and our role, um, sharing this as a therapist and supporting our clients in our unique ways. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been a journey for sure. So I, you know, you did your, your research paper, your thesis on this topic. And Mm -hmm. so I'm wondering if you want to share any stats or anything that, that really stood out to you in your research. Yeah, it's been, um, I was floored when I started investigating really deeply how um, chronic pain and autoimmune are affecting people in this country. I found that 133 million people have chronic pain. Wow. And there's 100 plus autoimmune diseases right now. Yeah. And this is the 50 million people in the U.S. with autoimmune disease. That's one in six. Holy shit. Yeah, put that in perspective. So one in six. And out of that percentage, 75% are women. Mm, mm, mm. So, and we don't know, I mean, maybe that's that, you know, um, we go to the doctor, who knows the reasons, right? There could be a lot of reasons why women are seen more in this, but um, it takes three to four years on average to get a diagnosis. Wow. So this is just, I mean, loopholing around, going to specialists, you know, going to a heart specialist, heart specialist says heart's fine, but you have this other symptom that points you over here and you're just in the rat race. You're trying to, um, meanwhile, you think you might be dying. That's a very goal for people. Um, This feeling, or I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's, it takes forever. Um, It's, really hard to diagnose autoimmune issues and genetic components. Yeah. Um, and also now we're finding out like how the microbiome works into all of this, right? A lot of these autoimmune diseases also have an impact on your digestive system. It's all, all the organs are working together. All connected. Yeah. Connected. And it's so crazy to go to the doctor and then not being able to help you and not knowing what to do or going to a psychiatrist and getting meds that don't help either. Yeah. Really. It's, it's maddening and and frightening too. And you just brought me to 
the attachment piece in all of this. Like, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to these people, like we would go to our mother, right? Looking like, please tell me I'm okay. Yeah. Or mirror me. What is going, what's going on inside me? Please see me. And it's people aren't being seen. Yeah. Um, so it's really can bring up some of this real desire to be nurtured and taken care of that's just not happening. Yeah. And I feel like that's a beautiful place where we really get to meet our clients and really hearing them and letting them know that we're, we're on their side and, and being a healthy, safe relationship or attachment for our clients while they're trying to figure out uh, physical things or, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and feeling so alone, like we get to help them not be alone. Yeah, yeah being alone in that process can be um, truly terrifying. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and when you're in these physical, say that the psychological symptoms of something like lupus, right? When you're in this system that does affect the nervous system, right? You are in this, I, I, something is killing me. I, my body is attacking itself. Yeah. And you're literally in hyper arousal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or and completely dissociated. Either both. one of those. Yeah. yeah. Leaving your body because it's too painful to be in it. But yet what you're seeing, like with somebody like me, no one ever sees my illness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or any, like you yeah. can't see my genetics. No. Me that I'm a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. And I look, I've been told by many male doctors that I look good. Yeah, and you are, you're, you're beautiful. You could be like having a panic attack inside yourself or having an inflamed gut and look just stunning, so. Like, All right, which is even freakier, right? Right. Like, I'm, hello. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And this is, um, I've heard this from a lot of women, like having doctors say, you look fine. Yeah. What? Did you look inside me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Such a trip. So um, what if someone's interested in learning more about the connection between uh, psychological symptoms and, and mental issues and actual physical symptoms? Yeah. What, um, what research? There is a great article. Um, it's called misdiagnosing medical illness as mental illness. Um, mm -hmm. and maybe we can source it later of how to find that article okay. online. Um, and that kind of gives you also a breakdown of what these um, clients or people might look like, right? Who come into your office, like maybe there's a certain presentation that you're missing because we're, we're in a, maybe a psychological paradigm. I know you and I are somatic, so we are paying attention to the body, but for the average therapist, maybe that's not even anything there that's in the room with them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a good article. And then there is an article um, or a book called The Hormone Factor in Mental Health mm -hmm. by Linda Rio. And that also details some hormonal stuff, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. 
And just a general question, what do you love about somatic therapy? What do you love most about <laughs> the body in the therapeutic process? Um, it's funny because I don't think there's another way <laughs> like to healing. I really truly believe um, early on, we like to, to separate the body and the mind right? We, we tend to do this in our society. And to me, it's an organ. Our brain is an organ. It's inside our body. Yeah. You know, it doesn't live outside our body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's interacting with all these other parts to us. And, and somatics, um, when we can drop in to the felt sense experience, right, inside our body, it truly can pull us out of the dysfunction of the mind. It's the, I feel like the truth is in the body. Mm. Mind's just this fantasy, projection, um, intellectualizing, story maker, and the body is not, it's not a story maker. It's more, um, it's working in the now. Totally. Like it's can, right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you could ask me a question and I'm saying yes to you, but yes. my whole body can tense up and oh, yeah. kind of lean yeah. back. You're like, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. So your but, body's telling you no and your words are saying yes. Yeah. So yeah. 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 And it's that, um, you know, people speak in somatics all the time. Like, you know, butterflies in my stomach, or I'm having that, um, me, I get that lump in my throat, right? Mm -hmm. It's like holding something back. Uh, My emotions get stuck. So it's Mm -hmm. very much, um, I I feel like we, yes, we can dissociate from it, but it's always here to come back to and get information from. Yeah. 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 What have you learned from your, from your somatic work so far in this last Uh, almost two years now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, something that's come to me more recently is when we can fully um, surrender to our bottom fears you know, like, and like, let the fear take over us. Like, like, let's just wear the thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's, wear, let's wear the suicidal part. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Like the part that um, wants to annihilate self, right? Wants to like, I'm not liking this system. When we fully can wear it mm. in, with a safe person, right? Or, um, mm-hmm. or in a, um with some grounding to it right when mm-hmm. we can parts in then a lot of our our fear and um constriction and tension in our body it starts to dissipate and we can become grounded in it but really wow really moving in toward the thing mm-hmm. and that's a lot of the work I'm doing with clients right now it's like let's go toward the thing it's not necessarily jumping into a trauma yeah but what is keeping us away from the trauma Mm. what has been right what is um 
keeping us from getting to know these, these truly painful parts. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's making sense. Or is this too clinical? <laughs> no, no. And so when, what's your intention when you get them to wear their fear, mm -hmm. then what, what is your intention in doing that? Yeah. So when we can start to get to know these parts, right. Um, that are, so we have all these like protectors, right. Mm -hmm. And emotionally, mentally, um, when we start to get to the, know these protectors and start to have them be able to step aside a little bit, we, this, this unknown fear, right. Can come in and then we can hold it and become curious about it. Yeah. Curiosity. Yeah. Like, um, why am I afraid of dying? Mm -hmm. Well, because that means that, you know, uh, I'm thinking of an example the other day was, um, I would die if I died right now, I'm no, I feel unworthy of love. No one loves me. I'll be alone in this death. So maybe the death isn't the thing, but we get a little bit lower than that. And it's, I'm alone. Right. Yeah. And what am I? And then we can hold it with curiosity, you know, and that seems to liberate people. I don't, it's, it's magic. Yeah. It's really a process of safe, uh, self inquiry yeah. and really knowing those parts is, is quite, it's really relieving, isn't it? Yeah. Knowing those because we spend and liberating. Yeah. We spend so much time not wanting to see those parts that are actually causing the most pain. It's not what we're first coming in with. It's never what we're first coming in with. It's usually something a lot deeper than that. Right. And so I'll just, you know, let our listeners know that the work you're talking about is about going below the surface of what one's immediate question or, or problem is. You're really going below the surface to some core, to some core things. And this is, and then where the somatics come in is how we're finding the, this part, right? How we're finding these bottom fears is through a somatic exploration. Yeah. And so who, who are the clients that you, that you enjoy working with most? Oh, I would say, bring me your craziest. Now, um, <laughs> if you think you're nuts, come see me because I've thought I'm nuts too. Um, I think we're all nuts a little bit, right? It's a spectrum right. of nuts. Yeah, uh, definitely. I would say, um, you know, like my tag kind of is whatever your reality is, I believe you. If people, people who have felt um, that no one's really seen them. Or wow. Them. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love working with complex cases um, where there are possible underlining autoimmune physical symptoms and psychological symptoms. Wow. Uh -huh. so I, I absolutely love working with the complexities. So that doesn't, that doesn't scare me. Um, you know, and I get a lot of, I have a, I have a clinical group I go to with these things too. So when you're coming to me, you're also, I'm, I'm working with other people who 
understand these things. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. It takes a, a team approach. <laughs> takes a village. Yeah. So do you work with mostly women? Do you work with kids too or couples? Yes, I have worked with, um, I've worked with kids. I've worked with couples. Um, but I would say my main demographic right now is about, you know, uh, 20 plus, like 20 to 40, even I'm also working with women in hormonal transitions, um, like menopause. That's the time when women, um, statistically have been institutionalized the most is when they're or postpartum period. Those two periods are huge for um, what they call psychological breaks, but as we know, it's also a huge hormonal shift. Yeah, yeah, okay. So women, I would say, bring me, bring me women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm, you know, I love working with men too, and I have worked with men, but um, there's a different way in which our bodies process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're talking a lot about hormonal challenges. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so I know right now you're mostly doing video sessions, right? No, I'm in person now. Okay. Um, that just started last week, but I do I do Zoom sessions as well. Um, I'm kind of doing both at this moment. Okay. Yeah. So for video sessions, it could be anyone in California who's, in who's California? interested in working with you. And um, also you're in Napa. Your office is in Napa. I'm in Napa. Mm -hmm. And what's your website? So people know where to, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, JessicaProvenzaTherapy.com. It's also um, Holistic Therapy Napa Valley. So either one will bring you to the same website. Yeah. And and um, that's a good place. You can email me straight from the website. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jess, so much for being on this uh, episode. Thank you. Psychology in the body, right? Therapy and the Therapy body. And the body. Psychology in the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and this is our very first interview on this uh, podcast. So, Woo! yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to Therapy and the Body. To get in touch with me about trainings or private sessions, email lujohnsontherapy at gmail.com. To learn more about how I work with couples and individuals, visit my website at lujohnsontherapy.com. Lou is spelt with an L-U.